Welcome back to another episode of Who's on the Lord's Side. I wanted to come on and briefly share with you all some information or some more information that I ran into and could piece together for you all concerning um, the apex predator um, or apex predator that roam amongst us here on Earth, which I mentioned before, the movie uh, Godzilla vs. Kong and how, um, we know, those are apex predators, but we don't know. We never, I don't know that we all ever understood how that fits into the realm of things when we were talking about the Bible or the word of God, so to speak, or the true word of God. So um, I've been going on and on in the previous episodes about the book, The History of the Jews, that I've been recently reading by Lewis Ginsburg, and it's just so fascinating to me, a, very, a really good page turn of this to me. You need to add to with your jubilees and your jashers when you're trying to get that really bigger picture because the bigger picture of the beginning now with this book and other Jewish history doesn't just start with um in the beginning in the garden the creation it goes into creation goes deeper into celestial creation seven earths creation what exactly all the other in the six days that got created he created a lot okay it just seems as if um what was instructed, I guess what we needed to follow at the time when, when Moses was given the first five books, because Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible, what was instructed for him to give us was what we needed to know for man, okay? We are, and, and honestly, these Jewish um, history books, especially Josephus and things of that nature, a lot of things that we're just finding out about what was really going on about the time, they already knew. They was very well knowledgeable about their history the only time they didn't know about their history was when they got um, sold into bondage for disobedience to god where they were in captivity to pagan um societies and they lost their way eventually to cry out to god to somebody come and save them and teach them the, the law and the word again but now we're going back into this apex predator thing because <clears throat> to keep finding this information and to keep learning more and more like i am just really blows my mind and i wanted to share this all with you i'm gonna pull this up now, the first thing I want to say is we're talking about, when we're going into this, we're talking about the fifth day of creation. And the first thing that was created, the first apex created, uh, predator that was created by God was uh, the Leviathan. Now, I brought up the Leviathan and I brought up um, Behemoth in the previous episode. But we're going to talk about them again. And I want to revisit some other apex predators. And what, uh, according to Jewish history, is... Uh, other things supposedly walk around amongst us, and we're not even talking about the things that's in the, d- the deeper levels on, on um, under the earth, and we're not talking about things that's also in the air. So on that note, let me just jump right into it. Let's talk about, um, yeah, let's start with the Leviathan. Let's talk about the Leviathan, and what is Leviathan's real role here? <clears throat> so it says here, um, on the sixth day, it says that... Uh, Leviathan, oh no, let's call it the fifth day, I'm sorry, it's the, Leviathan was created on the fifth day. On the fifth day, it says that he made the fishes of the sea, okay, but also to rule over the sea animals, he created Leviathan. They said with all the other fishes, he was made on the fifth day, Leviathan. Originally, he was created male and female like all other animals, but when it appeared that a pair of these monsters might annihilate the whole earth, with their united strength, God killed the female. So enormous is the Leviathan that to quench his thirst, he needs all the water that flows from the Jordan into the sea. His food consists of fish which go between his jaws of their own accord. When he is hungry, a hot breath blows from his nostrils and it makes the waters of the great sea seething hot. 
formidable though behemoth the other monster um is he feels insecure when he is certain that leviathan has satisfied his thirst so they're talking about behemoth because they're going to mention behemoth there next somehow behemoth gets feels insecure when leviathan has satisfied his thirst okay then it goes um that Leviathan is more than merely large and strong. He is wonderfully made besides. They said his fins radiate brilliant light. The very sun is obscured by it. And also his eyes shed such splendor that frequently the sea is illuminated suddenly by it. No wonder that this marvelous beast is the plaything of God in whom he takes his pastime. Okay. Then he said, but the one thing that makes Leviathan repulsive is his foul smell. Okay. And I'm, that's what I'm going to say. Now, that's um, about the Leviathan because I want to move on. It says here, as a Leviathan is the king of fishes, so the Ziz. We're going to talk about the Ziz right now. So the Ziz is appointed to rule over the birds. Now, when I said, wait a minute now, because see now, this just remember, Leviathan is huge. He, could, he needs, if to, to, for one quench of thirst, he needs to drink everything down from the Jordan to the the, 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 the the ocean or whatever sea, that's a lot of water. Okay, this is a large creature. So we could be our Loch Ness, it could be our besties, child, I don't know, you know, but it's here. And I believe that because Leviathan is already mentioned in the Bible, but they don't talk to you in depth about him. Now, the Ziz. As Leviathan is the king of visions, so is Ziz. Ziz is appointed to rule over the birds. His names come from the variety of tastes he his flesh has. It tastes like this, zeh, and like that, zeh. The ziz is as monstrous of a size as Leviathan himself. His ankles rest on the earth and his head reaches to the very sky. Okay, his wings are so huge. I'm jumping around now because it's a lot. His wings are so huge that unfurled, they darken the sun. They protect the earth against the storms of the south which without their aid, the earth would not be able to resist the winds blowing thence. This is how big the ziz is. Once an egg, once an egg of the ziz fell to the ground and broke, the fluid from it flooded 60 cities and sh the shock crushed 300 cedars. Fortunately, such accidents do not occur frequently. As a rule, the bird lets her eggs slide gently into her nest. They said this one mishap was due to the fact that the egg was rotten and the bird cast it away carelessly. They said the Ziz has another name, Renanin, which I have heard before in history. Then I said, well, is this the phoenix? Right? We're going to talk about that because that comes up too. All right, We got to talk about this because everybody be talking about this and this and that. No, there's creatures here that God created that God is well aware is here, whether we knew it or not. Okay. What else it says here? Let's talk about the sick. Oh, so it says like so. The Viathan, like Viathan, the sis is going to be a, de a de de delicacy. We'll talk about that later. Now let's see the sixth day. So we have the behemoth and Le I mean Leviathan and the ziz on the on the fifth day. On the sixth day, it says that um, the mammals were formed out of solid earth, and just as Leviathan is the most notable representative of the fish. Now listen, this essay says Leviathan is the most notable representative. Does not mean the only most notable, the one set on top, but not the only representative of the fish. And Ziz is of the bird, so Bohemoth is the most notable representative of mammal kind. He is the most notable. Doesn't mean he's the only one. And I got that from that, but they, they later on they went in. I said that's what I thought. I heard y'all say is that they're not the only ones; they're the main ones, the biggest ones, or whatever. Behemoth matches Leviathan in strength, 
and he had to be prevented, like Leviathan, from multiplying and increasing. Else the world could not have continued to exist. Okay. You see, they all, every, the real definition of apex predator sometimes, person that is just, it keeps things at bay. It's kind of like a necessary evil. You see, obviously, it's here to keep things at bay, certain, even, even certain things where they're supposed to be. Winds, sun, the ocean, so the ocean can act right. They don't all chew out each other. Whatever the situation is, you know, everything needs some kind of control. And it's all here. Now, what am I going to say here? It says, he is so monstrous. This is a behemoth. He, he is so much that he requires the produce of a thousand mountains for his daily food. All the water that flows through the bed of the Jordan in a year suffices him exactly for one gulp. These things are supposed to be large. It therefore was necessary to give him one stream entirely for his own use, a stream flowing forth from paradise called Ubal. Behemoth too is destined to be served. Yeah, that's the other thing. Now we're going to go back down here. It says here, Leviathan, Ziz, and Behemoth are not the only monsters. There are many others and marvelous ones like the Rim. Now, see, what they called the Rim back then, they referred to as, you know, the unicorn. You see, unicorn is supposed to be a mystical creature, but you can find unicorn in the Bible. I'll actually give you scriptures where you can find unicorn in the Bible right now. I did that earlier. I got to be doing things in pieces, but I'm here, y'all. I, I was coming. I was here. Okay, so it says the numbers uh, 23 and 22. This translation is uh, not the one I prefer. I'm going to go into, let me see if I can grab it from my view now. No, you know, everybody have their own preference. I like to stick to the King James. So in numbers 23 and 22, it says here, and God brought them. Out of Egypt, he hath, as it were, the strength of a unicorn. Now, here it goes. God brought him forth, number 24, out of Egypt. He has, as it were, the strength of a unicorn. He shall eat up the nations, his enemies, and shall break their bones and pierce them through with his arrows. Then you have um, Deuteronomy 33 and 17. His glory is like the firstling of his bullock. And his horns are like the horns of unicorns. With them sh he shall push the people together to the ends of the earth. And they are of the ten thousands of Ephraim. And they are the thousands of Manasseh. Job 39, 9-12. Will the unicorn be willing to serve thee or abide by thy crib? Canst thou bind the unicorn with his band in the furrow? Or will he harrow the valleys after thee? Will thou trust him because his strength is great? Or will thou leave thy labor to him? Will thou believe him that he will bring home thy seed and gather into the barn? <clears throat> We're going to continue with this one. Psalm twenty two twenty one. I just want to show you with scripture as well. At least this creature that the world probably tell you mystical. Psalm twenty two twenty one. Save me from the lion's mouth for thou hast heard me from the horns. That thou hast heard me from the horns of the unicorns. Psalm 29 and 6. This is the great psalmist David. We know David wasn't crazy. We ain't going to say David was crazy now, but we. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I think uh, the uh, David saw something when he was running from um, Saul. I could swear he seen some weird creature. Somebody did. 
I know they did in Jasher, Psalm 29, 6. He maketh them also to skip like a calf, Lebanon and Syrian, like a young unicorn. This, this is like, like or as simile, comparing to something you've already seen or you can understand. What the, maybe these Galapagos Islands that they was talking about was Kong or Skull Island and they still exist and they just want to make you believe these things don't exist. I don't know, but we know they're hiding things. Psalm 92 and 10, but my horn shalt thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. There's more. Isaiah 34 and 7, and the unicorn shall come down with them, and the bullocks with the bulls, and their land shall be soaked with blood, and their dust made fat with fatness. And that's where we're going to stop there as far as talking about unicorn in the good book. And now let me get on over here. Ring. So that's what I was talking about when this thing talking about the ring. Let me get back into the book now. Okay. Yeah. So I was saying Leviathan, Ziz, and Behemoth are not the only monsters. Ah, there are many others and marvelous ones like the ring. Okay, a giant animal of which only one couple, male and female, is in existence. As you can see, these things are so powerful. If they have it, they keep multiplying. I'm a, we're going to talk about I think, uh, another bird, which I think is a phoenix. We're going to talk about a couple things. Yeah. They don't talk about everyone. They just talk about some. Male and female in existence. Had there been more, the world could hardly have maintained it against itself. Everything has to have a balance. The act of copulation occurs but once every 70 years. Now listen to this with the ziz between them for God has ordered it that the male and female ream male and female ream are at the opposite ends of the earth the one in the east and the other in the west now hold on now make sure child hold on man Google is my friend yeah 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 if I could just get it Really quickly. Yep, unicorn. I just want to make sure I'm giving y'all the right thing. Reem is unicorn. So this is how they're supposed to do. The female reem and the male reem are at opposite ends of the earth. The one in the east, the other in the west. The act of copulation results in the death of the male. So by the time they, they procreate, the male has to pass. Because two can't coincide together on the earth. Too much power, too much strength will be gone. He is bitten by the female and dies of the bite. The female becomes pregnant and remains in this state for no less than 12 years. At the end of this long period, she gives birth to twins, a male and a female. This is how they, they keep it because they have to have them. They have to have them. But, but anyway, the year preceding her delivery, she's not able to move. So the year before she delivers the twins, the pregnant ream, the year before she delivers the twins, she's not able to move. She would die of hunger if it were not for her own spittle flowing copiously from her mouth waters and fructifies the earth near her and causes it to bring forth enough for her maintenance. For a whole year, the animal can but roll from side to side until finally her belly bursts and the twins issue forth. Their appearance is thus the signal for the death of the mother ream because they all can't coexist too much of them. She makes room for the new generation, which in turn is destined to suffer the same fate as a generation that went before. Immediately after birth, the one goes eastward. These are the twin babies. Immediately after birth, they don't know each other. One goes eastward, the other goes westward, only to meet 70 years later, because they can only do once every 70 years. As soon as the male procreates with her, she's going gonna to get bit in the neck and die. The woman got to get pregnant for 12 years, the, the female, yeah, it is. In the 11th year to the 12th year, she can't even, so big, just lay out on the floor and drink its own spittle 
until the belly bursts and then dies right there. And then the tw- it's always twins. And this is how to keep this. It's been going on since the beginning of time to apex predators protect the world. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So one of the most remarkable creatures is the man of the mountain. Then I was like, is that the Bigfoot? Let me keep reading. Is this the Bigfoot? Let me see. So I say, okay, okay. Let me see. Let me see. The man of the mountain. It says Adne, which is A-D-N-E, Sade, S-A-D-E-H, or briefly Adam. Now, this, when I'm getting this book, this is volume one of this is volume one of four volumes of the history of the Jews by Lewis Ginsburg. This is chapter one, talking about the sixth day of creation. Right now, I'm around verse one forty-seven. In case somebody wants to know, okay, because I'm like a little bit jumping around. Obviously, it's a lot here. So it says that the man of the mountain, Adne, Sade, or briefly Adam. See, supposedly it's Adam. His form is exactly that of a human being. I'm like, Bigfoot, Bigfoot, but I don't know that it is. Because look, it says, but he is fastened to the ground by means of navel string upon which his life depends. If the cord once, if the cord once snapped, the cord once snapped dies, makes him die. Okay, so he's tied down by navel string that his life depends on. If the cord snaps once, he will die. This animal keeps himself alive with what is produced by the soil around him as far as his tether permits him to crawl. So he keeps himself alive with whatever's around him on the ground and only going as far as these tethered mm, strings allow him to crawl. No creature may venture to approach him within the radius of his cord, for he seizes and demolishes whatever comes in his reach to kill him. One may not go near him. The navel string must be served, severed. From a distance by means of a dart, and then he dies amid the groans and moans. Well, I don't know what his role in this world is, especially if he can't hardly do anything. Mm. It says, as the man of the mountain is fixed to the ground by his navel string, so the barnacle goose. So they talk about a barnacle goose is grown to a tree by its bill. It is hard to say whether it's an animal and must be slaughtered to be fit for food, or whether it is a plant and no ritual ceremony is necessary before eating it. It's a barnacle goose. Now they talk about the phoenix, and I think this is the last thing I want to talk to you all about. As far as in this in this book, it says, Among the birds, the phoenix is the most wonderful. When Eve gave all the animals some of the fruit of the tree of knowledge. Okay, so dang, Eve, you didn't just give it to your husband. You went and gave it to the birds. When Eve gave all the animals some of the fruit of the tree of knowledge. Well, they didn't say you can't give it to the animals. <laughs> it just said that she should eat it. Ah. When Eve gave all the animals some of the fruit of the tree of knowledge, the phoenix was the only bird that refused to eat thereof. Now listen, listen, listen to this. The phoenix was the only one that said, lady, you don't know how much you miss. You, so you just going to ration out all of this to everybody. First you, now Adam, now the animals. No, honey. Mm-mm. God said no. So the phoenix said no. <laughs> he said, not today, Satan. <laughs> the phoenix was the only bird that refused to eat thereof. And he was rewarded with eternal life. When he has lived a thousand years, his body shrinks and the feathers drop from it until he is as small as an egg. This is the nucleus of the new bird. The phoenix is also called the guardian of the terrestrial fear. He runs with the sun on his circuit and he spreads out his wings and catches up the fiery rays of the sun. If he were not there to intercept them, 
neither man nor any other animate being would be alive. On his right wing, the following words are inscribed in huge letters. Neither the earth produces me nor the heavens, but only the wings of fire. His food consists of manna of heaven and the dew of the earth. Okay, his excrement is a worm. Okay, and that's it. I said, Enoch, who saw the phoenix birds when he was translated, described them as flying creatures, wonderful and strange in appearance, with the feet and tails of lions and the head of crocodiles. Their appearance is of a purple color, like the rainbow. Their size, 900 measures. Their wings, like those of angels, each having 12. And they attend the chariot of the sun and go with him. <clears throat> because remember, the sun moves on flat earth. It is not a standing, stagnated thing like on the uh, the model of the earth with the ball. Bring heat and dew as they're ordered by God. In the morning when the sun starts out its daily course, the phoenixes and the shal, the chalkidri, chalice, and C-H-L-K. Even I'm writing it down for them. It's that I-D-R-I. I'll look that up later. Then, of course, there's things around the reptiles. Now, come and keep on following with me, y'all, because don't y'all know they started to talk about Satan eventually and his eventual original, well, mm, what he was before he got transferred uh, trans, uh, or changed into the one with no legs that now is on the ground. They said he had more of a human form. Mm-hmm. The salamander. They said the salamander is the one that's, that saved uh, King Hezekiah. Okay, let me keep going. They said among the fishes, there are also wonderful creatures, the sea goats and the dolphins. Boo, boo, how tall? Let me, y'all, listen to this, what I just read. Right? Let me get to the dolphins real quick. I'm so glad, so glad. Sometimes you forget. Child, let's say here. It says, among the fishes, listen to what they, listen to how they describe the dolphin next. Among the fishes, there are also wonderful creatures, the sea goats and the dolphins, not to mention Leviathan. A seafaring man once saw a seagoat. Eh, we're going to skip down to the next verse. The dolphins. Look at him to describe the dolphins. The dolphins are half man and half fish. I'm going to say that again. The dolphins are half man and half fish. They even have sexual intercourse with human beings. Therefore, they are called also sons of the sea. For in a sense, they represent the humankind in the waters. Ooh. <laughs> so wait a minute. They didn't call them mermaid. I this person in this time is calling them dolphin. See the modern day dolphin. See that's what they do though. It's like football. It, it, soccer should be called football. They call, over here in America they call a. Uh, Soccer, soccer, and the real, the real football, soccer, and the handball that you don't even kick, you only kick the thing once or twice in the damn game. But that's the football. You call it hamburger, but it's made of beef. Don't get me started. And now you got dolphins that y'all call the goddess looking at flipper. Meanwhile, back in the day, dolphins. It says right here. This kid, this me, this is a, this is a person right now. Do his history. He cannot have been incompetent to not know. This is what they called, and it was very aware in their time. The dolphins are half man, half fish. They even have sexual intercourse with human beings. Therefore, they are called also sons of the sea. For in a sense, they represent the humankind in the waters. 
Though every species in the animal world was created during the last two days of the sixth creation, is that many characteristics of certain animals appeared later. Okay. And, um, you know what, y'all? That, that, I'm, mm, 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 mm. The steer is an animal. They said that suffered change in the course of time. And the serpent. Boom. Let's get to the serpent so I can wrap it up. The serpent, too. The serpent, too, is other than it was at first, it says. Before the fall of man, it was the cleverest of all animals created. And in the form, it resembled man closely. It stood upright and was of extraordinary size. Afterward, it lost the mental advantages it had possessed as compared with other animals. And it uh, degenerated physically, too. It was the, this is what he said. It was deprived of its feet so that it could not pursue other animals. We know that he said on the belly you will crawl in the garden, uh, the most high, as a curse, as one of the curses. Okay. And he, it could not pursue other animals to kill them. Okay, and uh, it said while the while the cunning of the serpent wrought its own undoing, the cunning of the fox. Then they start talking about a fox. That's where I think I pretty much left off because they're gonna talk about Leviathan and Chow. Mm, mm, mm. Very good read. Now, I'm pretty sure I have some other scriptures I want to tie with you all from what, from this. I wish I'm be here on here briefly. How long? Almost 30 minutes. I ain't brief. Is it? Let's see. Hmm, dolphin. Can you believe that? <sighs> oh, the book of Jasher. Let's talk about the book of Jasher. Book of Jasher, chapter 36. I believe it's 31 and 32. We're talking about um how someone was running and they seen a strange creature in the wilderness. So Jasher, book of Jasher, 30, chapter 36, verse 31, 32. And afterward, about 120 great and terrible animals came out from the wilderness at the other side of the sea. And they all came to the place where the asses were. And they placed themselves there. So about 120 great and terrible animals came out of the wilderness at the other side of the sea, and they all came to the place where the asses were, and they placed themselves there. Verse 32, it said, And those animals, this is how they described them, from the middle downward were in the shape of the children of men, and from their middle upward, some had the likeness of bears, and some had the likeness of kephas, with tails behind them, between their shoulders reaching down to the earth, like the tails of the duchipath. Okay, and then it says, and these animals, there's another one I'm going to look up. Duchy, sorry, y'all, hold on, P-H-A-T-H. And the, what they call them today? And these animals came and mounted and rolled upon, the, those animals came and rolled upon the asses. See, because it said that they came out uh, from the wilderness and they all came to the place where the asses were. And they placed themselves there. Now these animals jumped on the asses, the, the horses, and led them away. And they went away until this day. Now, remember I told you in the previous episode uh, when they were describing the seven earths, this firstly on top is first earth where we are second down is in the earth. Okay, you cannot access that. It's too many abysses, tohu, bohu, waters, you know, then well, we ain't even supposed to be seeing them. Okay, then you got all the other apex predators, a lot of things, keeping things in order down here. Okay, 
And I think I was uh, basically saying in one of those, I described to you some of the creatures. I believe it was the second earth that I said the creatures was with the many faces and the arms. And when they eat, they fight each other and they look crazy and stuff. And some of them have half and half, like half humans on the top and things on the bottom and all of this. All of this stuff is becoming it together. It all comes in together. And I know in the Bible, I could swear it was David, but somebody seen one of these creatures, uh, uh, in the Bible as well. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to share with y'all before I get on out of here. Um, Leviathan is in the Bible. And let me, I'll just, uh, let me see if some people don't want to, I'm sure if some people don't know though. I'll give y'all some scriptures if y'all want to be like, well, that's just that book. And that book, I'm going with the Bible and the Bible and saying, you, you know, you got those people. You have, um, Leviathan in Psalm 74 and 14. David is a sweet psalmist. It is described as a multi-headed sea serpent. Okay. Uh, what else can we find Leviathan? My computer's a little bit slow. Five Bible verses about Leviathan. I'll share those with you. Behemoth is also in the Bible. The way they talk about Behemoth, the way God talk about Behemoth is as if he loved Behemoth. And in this book, say that uh, it's supposed to be one of the, uh, the Lord's most favorite animals, I guess you could say he'd like to play with. So Psalms 104 and 26 talks about uh, the Leviathan, Job 41. Uh, 1 through 34, Job also talked about the dream or the unicorn we mentioned earlier. Psalm 74 and 14, I just uh, brought that up to you. Isaiah 27 and 1 and Job 3 and 8, okay? Behemoth is also mentioned in others. Now, even the, the um, Ophanim, I think these are, there's a lot of things, but see, we don't always pay attention to that. So, uh, yeah, like I said, a lot of these things that they want us to believe is, you know, they don't want you to think too much. But again, some people, when they start thinking about these things, it's okay to say apex, but it's okay to say, well, they might be a mermaid, but it's not okay to say, well, I want to be a mermaid. It's, it's you, which we should be doing as believers is what I'm doing now. I didn't know I was going to stumble across all of this. I was just reading more just to read more because knowledge is power. But darn if the Lord didn't lead me here. And if I always had questions in my heart, because I know these things are amongst us. I know some of these things is Nephilim thing that's still living amongst us. And some of these things, it's just created and it was just here, you know, surprisingly enough. And everything have order and a place. So on that note, y'all, thank you all for listening. I want to just thank my listeners again. Those of you who are, are still subscribing, those of you who I've been in touch with, like Carl and Natalia, Thank you all for just still being here. And child, not even for me, you know, because we're all here for one purpose to get the ultimate truth of God's word, you know, to just be inspired and hopefully help somebody else or others along the way. But um, even when I was going through when I was here, I said, Lord, I don't even know. But it's as if you just kept saying, don't worry about it. Just focus on the assignments you have now. At the time, I was essential. Focus on your community. Focus on taking care of yourself. Focus on taking care of your baby. And then when the season came for me to come back, which at times it was discouraging because I was like, it just seemed like I didn't, you know, there was, there's always a time in the season and when God is ready, sometimes you got to put things down, but it's so amazing to just come back and pick up where I left off and everybody's just like, yep, yep, yep. okay, we're here, what's up, hi, how you doing, great, back, and I love you guys so much, I really do. On that note, family, because y'all are family, I love you, and I will talk to y'all, see y'all soon here on Who's on the Lord's Side.